listen to our list It's our top five picks It's objectively subjective So listen along Our lists are never wrong It's not subjectively objective It's objectively subjective Objectively subjective Welcome to Objectively Subjective, a podcast where we objectively give you our subjective top five list on many different topics, some current, some re- relevant, and others uh, weird, uh, of, <laughs> like... Or ex- excellent actors. Uh, movies about excellent actors. Uh, and I, I am one of your hosts, uh, Paul Jansen, and uh, joined by my mostly normal host... Oh, yeah. I got a perfect attendance this season. Uh, I am Blake Allen. Yeah, three for three, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, this week's topic, if you listen to last week's topic, you should know what it is. This week's topic is going to be top five Nicolas Cage movies. Nick Cage. Nick Cage, everyone. So uh, <clears throat> the reason we're doing this is because Blake did Keanu with me, so I'm doing Nick Cage with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Nick Cage always seems to have a movie coming out, so... Uh, he probably has That's, that is true he has like three probably out right now let's see what he's got going right now uh, we got well, uh, he's got some movie called Jujitsu this year well oh, nobody has a movie right now we, we, the, well, the trailer just came out for The Croods too so there's that Willie's Wonderland uh, Prisoners of Ghostland Pig The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent so <laughs> there's a bunch of stuff coming out with Nick Cage he's just, that dude's just always making movies so, well, the one that's not on my list, but I do want to see it, is uh, Color Out of Space. Oh, yeah, I have seen that one. I do I do want to see that one. And I meant to watch it before we did this list, but I meant to do a lot of things. But It's so, it's so weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that's weird. what I want. So, uh, <clears throat> which we should have done this for Keanu. Keanu. But I'm going to uh, go ahead and do this for Nicolas Cage. I'm going to give it just a little bit of background on Nick Cage, just like... Uh, just what uh, awards and so on and so forth, which I don't think Keanu's won it really won any, so it doesn't really matter. But <laughs> uh, his real name is Nicholas Kim Coppola. He is from the Co- Coppola family, Francis Ford, Sophia, so on and so forth. But he uh, professionally changed his name to Nicholas Cage uh, because he was. And then Nick Cage. And then Nick Cage. Uh, he has won an Academy Award, which I'm guessing was for Raising Arizona uh, and a Golden Globe. and a, Nope, for uh, Leaving Las Vegas and Screen hmm. Actors Guild Award in 1995. So gotcha. he is an award-winning actor, um, and now he just makes really, really, really crazy horror films for the most part, <laughs> or just action films you didn't know came out that suddenly appear on Amazon Prime or something. <laughs> um, but so that's the the meat and potatoes of Nick Cage, I guess. And um, but yeah, there's no real reason we're doing Nick Cage other than the fact that uh, you know we did Keanu. Keanu. So well, you know, you said you have you. You know, we're doing your actor and we're doing mine. I think I've can't. You know, I think I've camed. I think I've come to realize I don't have one, <laughs> and I don't obtain like, like, like memory <laughs> of things. Like I, you know, I have my list, and I'm gonna try my best to remember what they're about. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, so I, obviously I do know a lot about movie theater. That's kind of my thing. I like Rain Man uh-huh. when it comes to useless facts. So um, yeah, and I've seen. I'm a, not. I didn't realize how many Nicolas Cage movies I had seen until I looked at his IMDb. I was like, man, I've seen a lot of Nicolas Cage movies. So, uh, 
But a lot of the more recent ones I haven't, because like I said, a lot of them are just kind of random off-the-wall movies. I've seen more of his horror stuff, but some of these weird random like action films I've just not cared to see. So, But uh, I think uh, without further ado, I think that's a, a good uh, entry point to this episode. So, yeah. Uh, I went first last week, right? So yeah. So, yeah, I go first this week. All right, Blake. I know we said last week that it was going to be quick, but I got dad duties tonight, so this one might actually be quick. This one might be, dare I say, done in 60 minutes. Did it. Did it. Anyway, so my number five. (laughs) So my number five, and I'm pretty sure I've heard you say you hate this movie. Or not hate it, but you have talked shit about this movie. (laughs) And it is Tomb Raider. Not Tomb Raider. uh, It is... (laughs) It is Indiana Jones. National Lampoon's Indiana Jones. (laughs) Yes, National Lampoon's Indiana Jones. Uh, But no, National Treasure. The first one? The first one. The first one. I don't even think I've seen the second or third. There's three of them, right? I don't know. I've only seen the first one. Okay, well, that's the only one that matters. Uh, This movie came out in 2004, starring Nick Cage and other people. Uh, I saw this movie in theaters, and, you know... I just had a blast. Now, the first one, it, they're, you know, they're trying to steal the Declaration, right? The Declaration of Independence. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this is a big fucking corn fest, but I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was good. It co-stars Harvey Keitel, John Voight, Diane Kruger, Sean Bean, Justin Bartha, and Christopher Plummer. You must, you had those, you had those really quick. Is I, this on your list? I got the, I got the wiki. Ah, you have a computer in front of you. Uh, I'm just using my phone because I, I got that damn mechanical keyboard, so you would, oh, yeah. you would know if I was using it. I go, click, 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 click. That's true. Uh, but yeah, this movie is Indiana Jones, but... Which is why I hate it. Yeah. Do you not like... You like Indiana Jones, though, right? I love Indiana Jones, and that's why... I, I, so it's, it's a rip-off it's, it, And it's not a good rip-off. It's just like, to me, it's just a... I don't know, it's just a knock... It's a really poorly done knockoff. It's clearly and obviously an ode to Indiana Jones. I just like, it was a little too much cheese for me and mm-hmm. I just couldn't get into it. It's not a bad film. Well, it's just not, I don't like well, it. Well, let me ask you this. Is it better than Indiana Jones, the secret skull or uh, whatever? Oh, crystal skull. It is better than crystal yeah. skull. Yeah. Okay. Cause Lisa was trying I to did, be a legitimate movie. <laughs> I did not hate that movie. What crystal skull? Yes, I think we talked about this. I I, I I was out. I was out the moment the Indiana Jones got launched uh, five miles uh, in the in, you know in the air and side of a, a refrigerator and landed without injury. So, oh yeah. Well, that's out. when I was. That's when I was pulled in. <laughs> and, oh okay. And then the movie makes the, sense. And then the aliens at the end. I was like, oh man, really? I really did like that. So, well, uh, why do you like this movie? And what else you got about it? Uh, I don't have a lot about it, but I like it because it's you know it's just an adventure movie. Did you see it in theater? I did see it in theater. Okay, I, and that's I, the only time I saw it. I saw it uh, when I I had the uh, that blockbuster uh, you know rent as many movies as you want whatever. Oh uh, yeah, that's like that was like their last leg or whatever. Yeah, well, yeah, well, no, that because they I mean they didn't close until what 2013, and I I had that in like 2005. Oh okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, got you. But that was their combatant to all like people not having late fees anymore. So they're like, oh, sorry about the late fees. Here, have this really good deal, which was a great deal. It was like 25 bucks a month, and you could rent unlimited amount of movies, which I did. Mm. 
which is yeah great for you yeah so because i didn't you know i lived in anderson at the time and didn't know anybody hardly so i was just basically in me and my apartment watching movies all day long but such a loser i'm just kidding (laughs) oh no you're not wrong but uh (laughs) uh what other information you got just pulling uh pulling stuff out of me that i didn't write down okay i'm gonna be honest with you Mm -hmm. i just wrote it down because i needed five Oh, okay. Well, its budget its budget was a hundred million dollars. It made three hundred forty seven point five. So it actually was a really successful movie, as far as finances, which is probably why it got a sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, see, let's see, it's got. I'm trying to see how many movies there are. National Treasure film series. There are. There's three of them. There are. What's the third one? I don't even remember that. I, I mean, I don't even. I don't remember it coming out. There's but when not I was a there. third one. The third one oh. is TBA. They've announced a third one. Ah. Yeah, I thought there were only two because the second one's Book of Secrets. Okay, gotcha. So, but yeah, obviously, I, uh, this one's not on my list. I don't like this movie. Uh, like I said, it's not a bad movie. It's just you know, it was, it was too much of a ripoff for me, for my taste. Uh-huh. It was a it, so I just I lost interest. So, but it is what it is. Well, it is what it is. So again, tell the people what your number five. Ours. My number five is National Treasure. National Lampoon's Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, my number five is a. It's a. Some would say this movie is a classic. Uh, I think I remember uh, you talking about this movie several times. Okay. Uh, I think you, as you said something. This is my. The, if I'm wrong, this might be your number one. Okay. But, um, but this movie came out in 1989. And it is a black comedy horror film called Vampire's Kiss. Uh, this movie, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> this movie uh, co-stars Maria Conchita Alonso, uh, Jennifer Beals, and Elizabeth Ashley. So uh, this movie is about vampires and people kissing and kissing. Yeah, um, that's, yes, exactly right. Uh, and it stars. Uh, Jennifer Beals, which I'm guessing is Jennifer Beals' mother, uh, or Jessica Beals' mother. Uh, even I was about to say, hold on. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's Jennifer Connelly and Jessica Beal uh, combined it's, together. It's, Gen- it's Jennifer Beals Sr. And I'm telling you right now, if this poster is any indicator, this movie is probably good. So, what do you mean any indicator? Is it not your real number five? Yes, this is my true number five. I'm just saying if you were, had never seen the movie, you could okay. see the poster and go, oh, this is probably hilarious. Oh, this is hilarious. Because okay. I'll describe the poster. So, like, it's just like uh, you got some, like, you know, what attractive-looking female legs, uh, you know, sitting on a ca- uh, uh, something, and Nicolas Cage with crazy hair, you know, looking uh, – up looks like he's underneath something and it just looks like oh no Nicolas Cage what are you doing down there you like being your- classic Nicolas Cage Nicolas Cage uh, it just says seduction new I can't read it because nuance I can't, I can't oh rom- <laughs> romance romance mur- murder the things uh, something the see the things we do for love it's all it's blurry <laughs> So, yeah, like I said, if you are really into vampires and you're really into kissing, like this movie is... So, what you're saying is there would be, you know, Twilight without this movie. This Okay, so from what I understand uh, from the research I was doing, uh, Stephanie Meyer was really inspired by this film when she wrote the books 
Twilight. So you, yeah, you could definitely say that. Like it's it's almost like you know Twilight ripped this off. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of the original concept. So yeah. Um. So uh, if you guys want to watch this movie, I'm sure it's somewhere. Uh, but uh, I couldn't recommend it more. Uh, I would have moved it higher, but I haven't seen it in a long, long time, and probably almost 35 years. So, uh, but yeah, man, my number five Nicolas Cage movie, Vampire's Kiss. All right. Well, that, uh, have that you ever, is have our you, first crossover. Ha, have you ever seen it? Have you ever seen it? Uh, well, I mean, it's on my list. <laughs> no, it's not on my list. I've never seen it. Never heard of it. Uh, I'm looking at pictures, and I've seen these faces he's making making in the movie before, but I've never seen the movie. Well, yeah, well I highly recommend it. You definitely need to check it out. I think you'd love okay. it. VHS, uh, well, you could probably, Shutter, where's you, it at? You can find it on DVD. Like I said, I'm not sure where it's streaming right now. I haven't seen it since uh, forever. So okay. uh, You haven't seen it since never ago. Uh, that's your words, not mine. My number okay. five, Vampire's Kiss. All right. Well, we're going to go to my number four, and it's a movie I have seen. I've seen it a bunch what when you, I was a kid. What are you saying? Uh, that you're lying. I don't like these accusations. Okay. Uh, my number four is Face Off. See, I, I've seen this one. I've seen that's the one with Travolta, right? Oh yes, nineteen ninety seven. You know what I'm about to do? What's that? I'm about to read. Do it. All right. Obsessed with bringing terrorist Caster Troy, which is played by Nicolas Cage, to justice, FBI agent Sean Archer, John Travolta, tracks down Troy, who has boarded a plane in Los Angeles. After the plane crashes and Troy severely injured, possibly dead, Archer undergoes surgery to remove his, fla- his face and replaces it with Troy's. Anyway, so yeah, that is the whole premise of the movie. Bum, bum, is, bum. As they switch faces, and I don't think they even—I don't think they change how they act because they both act the same. Yeah, like like Travolta's, <laughs> Travolta's like, oh Sandy, oh. You're and what is Nicholas Cage like? Van Gogh. He says the Declaration of Independence. Of Independence. <laughs> and, but he says it with John Travolta's face. Yeah, yeah, with John Travolta's face. He said, he said, oh, Van Gogh, the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> he said, Sandy. Now I put this movie on my list because I'm like, yeah, face off, fuck yeah, this this is gonna make my list 100. percent I don't even need to think about it because I watched this movie a million times with my dad. And then I went to think about it, and I'm like, oh, I don't remember anything about this movie. <laughs> I know this is a John Woo movie. I do remember that. Uh, it is a John Woo movie. Uh, now, his budget was $80 million, and it destroyed that budget. It made $247.7 million. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. I haven't seen it. I think this is one of, their, you know, this is one of uh, Cage's like, cult classics, even though I think it not sure. I don't think it's actually a good movie, but I don't think any of his See, movies are actually good. When I was younger, I used to get this one confused because my I watched this with my uncle on VHS. We rented me, my uncle rented it, and I've only mm-hmm. seen. I think I've only seen this once. Uh, we rented this, and we also rented. Uh, what was it called? It's also starred John Travolta. It was called. I think it was called Broken Broken Angel or Broken Wing. But it had a uh, Christian Slater and uh john travolta oh Oh, i think i know what you're talking about i I gotta look it up but anyway i used to get these confused because they both included planes and john travolta oh yeah so i was just like oh what is let's see it it came out in the 90s as well so it's called it's called called wait is is john travolta in it Uh, see now see you had me broken arrow yeah i was right yeah 96 they're literally a year apart broken arrow 
Yeah, so that's I, I, I used to get confused with those two movies because Tra- Travolta and Planes. I was like, ugh. Well, but I don't. I could be wrong, but I don't think they switch faces in that movie. They do not. And Christian, Slater, yeah, Christian well, Travolta's a bad guy in both of them, right? No, yeah, he's a bad guy in both of them because Christian Slater's the good guy in Broken Arrow. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you remember a little video store in Anderson called uh, Pick a Flick Video. Oh, I do. You do? Yeah, yeah we, we I, had one I in just, Greenville. I remember renting this with my dad at least once a month. My dad rented the same movies every time. <laughs> and this this was one that we that I have seen I have seen a bunch. I just don't remember a lot about it, but I'm going to put it on my list because it's a memory with my dad. I also don't remember anything about it. Like <laughs> other the fact that they they swapped faces. That's the only general purpose. I've seen it I think once. So, uh, I'm but, probably going to roll I'm probably going to watch it soon. But yeah, it's, I think it's just one of those like classic 90s like like quintessential 90s type uh action flicks like yeah man movies man movies yeah <laughs> man movies man live it live it but so yeah uh so my number four is face off right on so if you listen to my keanu list uh you know you guys know that i'm partial to uh romance i'm a big romance guy Clearly. So, uh, my next one on my list, he doesn't, Nicholas Cage doesn't do a whole lot of romance, but this one was a home run and, uh, is a movie from 1998 it is known for its, uh, brilliant soundtrack, including the song Iris by Goo Goo Dolls. My number four is the movie city of angels, mm-hmm. uh, starring Nicholas Cage and Meg Ryan. And, uh, for those who haven't seen this, uh, this movie is about uh, Nicholas Cage is uh, now. I want to pardon me. I literally haven't seen this since 1998. <laughs> uh, I, I watched this movie with my grandma. My grandma rented this from the only video place within an hour of her house because my grandma never rented movies, never rented movies, but she wanted to see this one. So I watched it with my grandma. Uh, it uh, had a budget of $55 million. Uh, made 198. So Nicholas Cage, box office winner in the 90s. Box office, yeah, winner. yeah. Um, but it's a, uh, it's about uh, uh, this uh, Nicholas Cage plays an angel and he's in love with Meg Ryan and uh, uh, he ends up giving up his angelhood to save her life. If I remember correctly, uh, this movie is cinematic brilliance. It is romance to a T. Um, it. Like if you, Nick, like I said, Nicholas Cage is doing more romance films because the man knows romance. The man knows his romance. Yeah, fir- well, of course. I mean, my first two movies, my first two movies of his are romances: Vampire's mm. Kiss, City of Angels. Like, and this one, like I said, had that banger "Iris" by the Goo Goo Dolls on the soundtrack, <clears throat> which I did. Everybody sings at American Idol. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but like I said, I I do have a fond memory in all actuality of this movie because I watched it with my grandma because she wanted she'd always rent every movie because I remember that summer I was it was my last summer I stayed there and uh for the whole summer because I was I was like thirteen and my grandma wanted to uh, watch that movie and we made a deal she uh if I watched that movie with her she watched Happy Gilmore with me so she rented Happy Gilmore for me and we watched Happy Gilmore and City of Angels. <laughs> So it was a real, a real fun night. <laughs> uh, but dude, that's, dude, how appropriate is that too? With Happy Gilmore, that like you know, it's all about his grandma in that movie, and my grandma was cool enough to watch Happy Gilmore with me. <laughs> oh yeah. So, but anywho, um, this movie is also probably 
uh, streaming somewhere. <laughs> Have no. Yeah, I would. I would assume. I would assume it's streaming on Amazon. To you know, to rent. Yeah, something like that. This, uh, this is a more com- popular movie than Vampire's Kiss, so it's probably easier to find. I think this is the one I get confused with. You got Mel. With, oh, you got Mail is also Meg Ryan, <laughs> but it's Tom Hanks. Yeah. So, um, well, I mean, as long as there's two people in it and one is like a you know the same star, I'm going to get confused, just like you did with Face Off and Broken Era. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Meg Ryan. Every movie Meg Ryan is in is to me is you've got Mail. Yeah, you got to sleep with in Seattle. Sleepless in Seattle. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, well, it's both Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Both are in both those. I actually, I think they're a sequel in in it. Oh wait, wait, wait. Sleepless in Seattle is the one you're talking about, right? No, wait, wait, wait. No, they What's both the have Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Both. That's sleep- it. You got yes. Mail and Sleepless in Seattle. Both have. That's Tom it. Hanks. Those are two I get confused. What's the name of this movie you just said? City of Angels. Yes. There we go. <laughs> I get that one confused with Sleepless in Seattle. There you go. There we go. Now we're up to date. Now we're now we're up to speed. <laughs> up right. to speed. All right. So, uh, which was not on any of our Keanu list. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, but also, we should talk about this with Nick Cage's background, which uh, is something that is important to us. Is you know he was almost Superman. Uh, That's true. It would have made my list too, regardless of if it's, if it's good or or not. Right, and I, I think he almost was selected as the voice actor for Spider-Man in Spider-Man the Animated Series 1994. Ah. I, I think that if I remember reading that somewhere. Don't look it up, though. Uh, uh, yeah, don't. Yeah, I, I'm not going to Just believe us. You don't listen to podcasts. I don't, don't want to not believe that. Right, you don't. Look, just believe us. You don't listen to podcasts to have to go double-check things. You, you listen to believe us. So, uh, all right, so my number, no, your number... Wait, my number no, four. That was yours. That was your number four. That was you. Uh, uh, <laughs> my number four is City of Angels. Okay. Well, let's get down to the nitty gritty. All right. My number three. I watched this not too long ago. Maybe two years ago when it came out. 2018. You know what this is. Oh, man. <laughs> you know exactly what this is. Yeah. I really enjoyed this movie. I really hated this movie. <laughs> you really hated this movie. It is an artsy ass movie, which is weird. Cause it's like the only artsy movie you like. Yeah, I hate artsy movies. Go ahead and get that out of the way. But I, I love this one, and I like them, which is weird. So yeah, we <laughs> went the opposite direction on this one, which tells you uh, this is probably not a good artsy movie. <laughs> well, maybe. No, it, I'm uh, actually in the minority. That a lot of people that are in artsy films really like this movie. I just, I didn't, yeah. I didn't care for it. it. It took too long to get where it was going for me. Well, my number three is Mandy. Uh, Mandy, the song by Barry Manilow. Yes, and also the movie starring Nicolas Cage. Oh, that's or wait, no, wait, 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 wait. This was Nick Cage. Yeah, this is Nick Cage. Had to be. This is Nick Cage. This is Nick Cage. Okay, now the budget on this movie was six dollars. That's probably about right. (laughs) No, it's six million. (laughs) That's pretty low, though. (laughs) Yeah, and it made. 1.4 1.4 million dollars yeah, yeah it, was, uh, it was a limited release but i think it made a, oh yeah 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 i think it made a ton of money on rentals and stuff though really yeah because i know when it came that's, out when it came out on rentals and stuff like that i knew that's when everybody watched it they were like actually buying it yeah i mean i didn't <laughs> i know we rent we like rented it i think from amazon that's what i mean yeah 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 okay yeah so i i just thought i was in the majority with that i didn't know people still did that <laughs> Oh yeah, a lot of people rent stuff off Amazon and iTunes and stuff like that. I mean, like I said, I don't. 
but and you could also I wouldn't per, you could also I wouldn't tell the too. world I wouldn't tell the world that no I, I'm saying I purchased it <laughs> okay got you I purchased it with love so okay. <laughs> uh, number three for you keep going okay Mandy uh so yeah I um I was not interested in this movie at all I'm like oh, okay cool this movie looks really red and it just looks like an action horror film I didn't really know what the fuck it was. And then you said you hated it, so I'm like, okay, okay, whatever. And this, but is then Mar- this is right after Hereditary too, which we both yeah, agreed on. yes, exactly. And then, but then Marcus said that he really loved it, and I know you people don't know who no Marcus is, but he's our friend, and he's really in uh, like cinema, cinema, yeah, and like you know how movies look. He don't really care about the movie; he just cares about what it looks like. That's a big part of watching movies to him. Well, I would say the visuals in this movie are really incredible. Yeah, they are. And I the storyline was super weird. So I, and I, I loved all of it. And younger me would have been really into that stuff. I'm to the point now where I need more substance than, you know, Flash and so yeah. this doesn't do anything for me anymore. The whole movie, all it is, is a biker game of demons kidnaps <laughs> my dude's girl and he goes and finds them. That that is literally the whole movie. Yeah, I go, can't really explain anymore. And then goes ape shit on him. He goes ape shit on him. And it's just I don't know. It's just a badass movie. It's just Nick Cage in his yeah. prime Twilight years. It's just Nick Cage being Nick Cage, but with awesome visuals. There you go. And I I love it. It's probably it is probably the most like can't say weirdest movie that I like, but it doesn't make sense that I like it. Like you said. Yeah, yeah, it's it's an anomaly to your list, definitely. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. So yeah. Uh, my numbers <laughs> <laughs> My Dude, I, I am struggling. I am literally beat the hell up right now. That stump house though. The that stump house got me. You got So got. anyways, I got got. My number three is Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore. Uh Mandy Moore. Uh Candy by Mandy Moore. Uh all right on. <laughs> So uh, speaking of, we had the me and Anya were talking about Mandy Moore the other night, and we could not figure out what her hit song was, so we had to go look it up. She had a couple. Of, it was Candy, right? Was one of them. That's the only one I recognize. Uh, I thought there was another one. I have to look it up. She had another another big hit that I remember because I remember a band Noise Ratchet covered it, and I can't remember what the, how it goes now. I, she I, I, only bangers I know by her are her singing as Rapunzel because I've heard those a billion times now. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Cause she's, she's the voice and singer for Rapunzel and Disney's tangled. I didn't know she was still doing stuff. Well, good for her. We'll oh, do she, a top five. Man oh, yeah, more. She, she's the mom on this is us. Like she's, which is the one of the most popular shows on TV. Yeah. She's old Mandy more now. <laughs> so, hmm. uh, I just remember from uh, Scrubs because uh, JD breaks up with her. Oh, she just goes, yeah. "That's so funny," but doesn't laugh. But doesn't laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you're number three again. My number three is Mandy. All right. So <clears throat> my number three is what many would consider to be Nicolas Cage's uh, probably greatest horror film he's ever made. Um. I just I just said it. No, no, it's definitely this one. Uh, okay. This one is a, uh, it's I wouldn't say it's a classic because it's not that old yet, but it came out in 2006, and uh, it is a remake. But like I said, that most people tell will tell you that this version is way better than the remake. Uh, so much so that you know this movie, pro- in you could say inspired a movie that you loved that came out recently. 
Okay. Uh, this movie, my number three, is The Wicker Man. Uh, so The Wicker Man is a remake of a 70s movie called The Wicker Man. It's also based on, I think, a book as well. In a nutshell, it's about Nicolas Cage playing a police officer who and his uh, – um, he has to go investigate the disappearance of uh, a young girl on an island, and uh, he gets over there. The island's real fucking weird, and <laughs> uh, basically they end up pagan shit, and there's all about sacrificing shit and burning shit. It's cinematic brilliance, really, when you think about it. Um, mm-hmm. It's just uh, Nick, you know, Nick Cage being, you know, this is strong, great police detective, and. Uh, you know, voodoo dolls and shit. It's just awesome, you know? And, uh, you know, but unfortunately the people don't know when they have a good thing. You know what I mean? They had a $40 million budget and it only, uh-huh. and only made $38.8 million because you know what? <sighs> Almost. People don't understand your know, brilliance. They just don't understand well, Okay. It. Okay. What movie, what did, what did you, what were you saying? Like a movie I like? Uh, What's the one with the chick and the paganism stuff that you liked? Oh, uh... The other artsy movie you like. Yeah, uh, Midsommar. <laughs> there you go. Which is... I do like that movie. <laughs> which, is, which is Wicker Man. So... Okay. <laughs> uh, but, uh... This, this movie, you know, I have so many memories of this movie. Mm-hmm. So many. Tell us. Tell us three of them. I, you know, there's too many to really... Uh, this isn't a three-hour podcast, but... Well, that's why you I said, said three got, of them. You've got places to be. Okay, so I can't be telling you. Well, I'm you, at the place I need to be. I just you but know. you got things to do. Okay, and I don't want to hold you up. So we'll just okay. Just okay. I'll tell you, you know, off mic when we got more time. You know. Okay, we'll discuss. Yeah, we'll, we'll discuss it later. The people maybe don't. we can do maybe we can do a Patreon and you, yeah, yeah, that's what it we'll can do. Be a sideshow. Yeah, the people don't want to hear me drag on and on and on. No, they want to pay for it. They want to pay for it to hear me drag on mm-hmm. and on about this incredible, incredible film, mm-hmm. The Wicker Man. So guys. Okay. Uh, you could probably stream this uh, somewhere. Um, look, I'm I'm not I'm not your parents, man. I'm not gonna tell you walk hold your hand. You can Google, go look it up, see where it is, and watch this gym. Uh, but yeah, so my number three is Nicolas Cage's greatest horror film, The Wicker Man. The Wicker Man. Okay, well that one's not in my top five. The Jigga Man, Jay Z. And I uh, and I apologize. All right, so we're getting in the meat and taters. Uh, my number two, right? Yep. That was your number two. So now it's my number two. It is. Trying to get my trying to get my internet to work. Uh oh. Okay. All right, my number two is a movie that had a country song sang by two different artists, and for some reason I can't think of what it was. But um, <laughs> it's Con Air. What is that song? Oh, I don't remember. I know what you're talking about, too. Uh, well, you, okay. I'll, look, I'll look it up while you talk. Look it up. Okay. All right. So this movie had a budget of $75 million and it made $225 million. So is this, uh, is, Nicholas, this, is this the one that's, how do I live? live? That's it. Is it? it I know. Yeah. Trisha Yearwood. And, and Leanne Rimes. Yep. yep. I guess that one. I'm even looking it up. <laughs> yeah. it, like, all I need to hear is like one or two words. I'm like, because I remember when I was a kid, like, why is there two versions of this song? This is overkill. But, anyways. Uh, so, yeah. Um, Con Air is about Nicolas Cage having a skullet. Uh, yes. And that's it. That's literally it. 
but no, he gets arrested for killing somebody uh, in a bar. I think I can't remember that. I can never remember the beginning of the movie. I, when I, yeah, when I, I think of this remember, movie, I can only remember the meat of the movie. Yeah. When I think of this movie, it starts on the plane for me. It starts. Yeah. It starts on the plane and Steve Buscemi is just automatically there. Yeah. It's, this, that's his name, right? Steve. Yeah. Steve Buscemi and like Tim yeah. and like John Malkovich, right? Like this. I think so. Yeah. It's a really good cast in this movie. But uh, yeah. And so he, uh, he goes to prison and then uh, he gets to go back home on this plane. Right. He's going back home. Right. Uh no no he's going to jail. They're trans they're, they're transporting yeah. him to prison. Yeah yeah yes that's correct. I'm done. There's it's a serial killer on that. It's, it's a serial killer on that plane. It's all cons. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's, uh, you know it's funny because this movie came out the same year as Face Off. Like this he did the, both those movies the same year. So I remember, oh I know I'm, I'm I'm sure when we returned Face Off we were picking up Con Air. Oh I don't. I'm almost it. positive. But uh, so yeah, so so the the plane is going to to drop these inmates off at the prison, but then the inmates pretty much you know take over the plane and they got other plans. Right. This oh, yeah. and Let's go ahead. Go ahead. I say it's John Cusack, John Malkovich, Steve Buscemi, Ving Rhames, Cole Meany. Like this is a really really good cast. It's a oh, for the nineties, yeah, yeah, super nineties cast. <laughs> super nineties. Steve Buscemi. That one always got me as a kid. Because this was 1997, so I've been 10. Um, I don't know if you remember the old animated, or, you know, Bugs Bunny. Right. There was a character on Bugs Bunny that looked just like Steve Buscemi. Oh, yeah, like the uh, the old horror episodes. Yeah, and that dude, that dude just creeped like me out. This. Yes. And Steve Buscemi looks just like that, and he was a serial killer. Dude, it, I don't know. It, for some reason, it gave me nightmares. <laughs> Steve Buscemi's character did. Uh, that's that's I reasonable. Couldn't, I couldn't look at him. I couldn't look at him in any other way in any other movie for a while. That's reasonable. Steve Buscemi is. I, wa- a, a, I a was ten, so. Well, he's a unique-looking human being, so. He is. I love him now. Oh yeah, he's a fantastic actor. I love. Steve he is. Yes. Especially his crazy eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oreos and French fries. That was uh, what was that? Uh, Mr. Deeds. Oh, I was thinking. For some reason, I was thinking he was. Uh, I don't know. I was thinking of something else. Okay. But anyway. That's why he's like, Oreos and French fries. You know me all too well, Deeds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the reason this one's on my list and this one's number two is also because of my dad. This I think this might be my dad's favorite movie. That's a dad um, movie if I've ever, it ever is seen one. It's such a dad my movie. My dad loves this movie the, too. The most iconic scene is Nicolas Cage stepping off the plane and the wind blowing what little hair he has. Through his skull. It- <laughs> From a skull, this iconic skull. <laughs> I do want to watch this movie again soon. Uh, I need to see it. It's, it's been a long time. I've seen this movie a few times, yeah, but this is one I know. One I have memory, fond memories of too. I watched this one with my dad as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the most the most nineties dad movie there, if there ever was one. So, but yeah, and, and I, I think this is another like now nowadays another cult classic. I would assume. <laughs> uh. I don't know if it's cult classic. I think it's just seen as an action classic. Like it's just. Well, cult. I just I just think that, you know now Nick Nick Cage is like a oh cult guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now everything he's made before is like oh. Have you seen Con Air? <laughs> have you? It's seen an Van- artsy action movie. Have you seen Vampires Kiss? <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Cool. Do you have anything else to add about that? Do you see? You you, know, you watched that one on like you rented that one right probably, VHS. Oh yeah, like like I said, we 
turn and then face off picking that one up <laughs> and turn it broken arrow yeah we didn't we didn't watch anything new at all ever <laughs> right on so tell the people again what your number two is my number two is con air also i'll throw this in there too good the uh company that makes hair dryers they're also called con air it's true they also make, and they I, also, thought, I thought that was weird when i was a kid <laughs> they also make like a hair clippers and stuff too yeah but yeah, so yeah, cool. Con Air, the movie about Con Air. about uh, hair supplies. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we're gonna get to my number two now. So uh, you know how last week you had Keanu in uh, a voice role because you know you felt like that was a good iconic role. Well, yeah, uh, Nicholas Cage has also starred in a voice role that to me resonates. And uh, I'd be really remiss if I didn't put this one on my list because I love this movie. I've seen it a few times now. Uh, first saw it when it first came out on ne- uh, well, about a year or two later, it came out on Netflix. But it's easily his most iconic, I guess you would say, voice role. But mm-hmm. it's a 2009 film, uh, and this movie is called G Force. Uh, it is ah. it is a Disney film about yes. the, uh, these uh, special agent guinea pigs, um, and uh, Nicholas Cage plays a character named Speckles. He's a cyber intelligent star nosed mole. Uh, he's the brains of the G force. Uh, this movie uh, was made for $150 million, a very expensive movie for what it was. And uh, I know a lot of people haven't seen it, but kids did because this movie made $292 million. Um, so it doubled up on its budget and, uh, it's one of the lesser known Disney, uh, live action mixture with cartoon gems. Uh, but it's got a great cast. Sam Rockwell, Tracy Morgan, Penelope Cruz, John Favreau, Steve Buscemi, Zach Galifianakis, Bill Nye, uh, Will Arnett. This is just, I mean, that's just iconic. And, uh, you know, it's for those who haven't seen it, this is a, a comedy action, you know, thriller uh, with cartoon guinea pigs mm-hmm. uh, solving mysteries, you know, just, you know, cracking the case. Some could say this was inspired by Rescue Rangers, really, honestly. Except they have, oh yeah. Except they have interaction with humans. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is a. Uh, you re- said this was Disney. So yeah, it's a Disney movie. It's called G Force. Okay, yeah. this pre- might be one. This might be one of the first movies we watched with Disney Plus. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, I think I'm almost I'm almost a hundred percent positive this is on Disney Plus. I know we I know we watched it. Uh, so. yeah, because I, I watched this on Netflix with uh. Three of my roommates, uh, three other grown ass men, watched this movie together. Uh, also watched this uh, on Netflix at the same time. That's when I saw Princess and the Frog. So I want me and my boys used to watch all kind of kids' movies because to hell with it and do what you do, boo boo. Love exactly. life. Exactly. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna look this up. G Force. Yep, 100. percent It's on Disney Plus. So okay, that's yeah. That that, that I guarantee that is the first movie we watched. <clears throat> on Netflix or uh, Disney. I'm t- look, and you people have no excuse. I just uh, told you where it's at, okay. And if it's all this high on my list, you know it's got to be good. So uh, don't take my word for it. Uh, take two hundred ninety-two million dollars worth of people's word for it, uh, and fuck the critics because this movie is. I mean. I won't say it's the best Disney live action mixture of uh, animation and live action, but it's damn near close. Mm -hmm. And uh, the fact that Nicolas Cage, yeah, he doesn't play the main role in it, but his role, like 
you know, he pulls off playing a brainy, uh, blind mammal better than about anybody possibly could. So, um, they couldn't have got anybody else to fill that role. I'm telling you, if they would have got anybody else to be speckles, uh, the movie would have failed. So yeah, exactly. 100%. But, uh, do me a favor. If y'all don't see any of the movies on my list, please see G force. Okay. Uh, it's just, uh, I have a really emotional attachment to it. Um, and uh, that's all I gotta say. Actually, I'm probably gonna make that my next family movie night pick for the kids to see. You should. You should. Uh, I don't know why I haven't done it. I'm a bad Nick Cage fan. Uh, you know, you're you're the king of the family movie nights, and I've already watched that movie with my family. So, yep. I, you're, I, you are really lacking. I gotta do better. You gotta do better. All right. Well, that was my number two. We already did your number two, correct? No, we haven't. Or have we? Yes. Yeah. Yes, we did your number two. It was Con Air. <laughs> so did you did you just do your number one then? No, that was my number two. No, no, my number one. You just wait. Uh, so okay, n- so I went. I went first. Okay. Yeah, I'm you so went first. Confused. Yeah, yeah. I got okay, backwards. Okay. Too. I got backwards. Too. Got That's it. fair. Yeah, okay. So yeah, we're moving swiftly along in this episode. Like I said, uh, yeah, we got to get back to dad duties. So uh, mm-hmm. and also uh, dad responsibilities. Uh, yep. Dad dookie. Dad dookies. Uh. So, where that leads us to the part of the show where we talk about those that almost made it. This is our honorable mentions. These are the movies that did they weren't quite our favorite Nick Cage movies. Or Nicolas mm-hmm. Cage, depending on which era you're into. So, exactly. Depending on the movie. I think Nick Cage is action. Uh, and Nicolas Cage is just every, everything well-rounded, action. Well-rounded. Yeah. Well-rounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, Blake, what are your honorable mentions? All right. My first honorable mention, and this is, a, this is a fantastic movie. I think you will agree. If you don't agree, you're lying. Uh, but the reason it's not on my top five is because I've seen it once. And I was really late to the show. And that is Raising Arizona. Yes, that is argu- arguably his greatest film. It might be his greatest movie. It came out in 1997. I don't have a lot of information on it, but I didn't see this movie until I met my son's mom. She's like, hey, you got to watch this old Nicolas Cage movie. I'm like, oh, why? What What year did you say this came out in? It says 1987. 87. Right? I thought you said 97. I was like, no. No, 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 no. This movie's old as me. Yeah. And that's why I was like, kind of like skeptical of watching it. Like, I don't love Nicolas Cage as it is. Why would I want to watch an old movie? And, and it is really good. Yeah, it is good. It is good on the. Whole. And uh, my other pick is a movie I don't know a lot about, but I have seen it, and it's Matchstick Men, two thousand three. The I... only reason, the only reason I put this on my list is because when I watched it, his character had as OCD. <laughs> And you do too. Have you seen? Have yeah, I do too. And this was like around the first time I started seeing what that was. I didn't know what it was. I th- I don't think genuinely this is one I don't think I've seen. Uh, okay. Because I I get that one confused often with Lord of War, which is not. I, I have seen Lord of War. So. Mm. <clears throat> All right. But on. yeah, this was like my first time really seeing OCD as being a thing. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't know why I did the things I did. So I'm like, oh, this is a thing. People have this. Other than that, that's the only reason why I saw my honorable mention. Gotcha. You could relate to it. I could relate to it. All right. So uh, I have 
you know, this was hard for me because I have so many Nicolas Cage movies. I had to to narrow it down to what I narrowed it down to. I could have done a top 20. Oh, yeah. So um, Easily. My, my first one is an, one of his newer films. It's more of like a supernatural uh, horror adventure movie. Um, but, uh, you know, honestly, it doesn't get enough love. But it is uh, Season of the Witch, which came out in 2011. Uh, a $40 million budget, made 91. I had Ron Perlman in it. Uh, I don't remember the names of anybody. I think Christopher Lee's in this movie as well. But, you know, it's just a, you know, it's a good old-fashioned, you know, medieval, like, mm. uh, action movie with witches and all kind of cool things. Well, I mean, you say cool things like that's like that's not obvious. You got Hellboy and Ghost Rider in a movie. Yeah, exactly. Hellboy and Ghost Rider, two demons fighting witches. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I have not seen this, but I have to now. I don't you, have a reason not to. Uh, unless it's not streaming somewhere, then that'd probably be a good reason for you. <laughs> uh, you're right. You're right. Um, that so that's one of mine. Season of the Witch. Uh, okay. And while you're talking about your number one in a minute, I'll look up to see if there's anywhere you can watch it. Um, uh, it's on Hulu Premium, which you have. Oh. So you can watch it. Wait, what's premium? That's what it says. Hulu. Watch now on premium subscription. I have live. <laughs> I don't know what it means. I don't know what Hulu Premium is. Look, hmm. man, I only read it's, it. You know what it is? What? Hulu Premium is just regular Hulu Plus. But it has every Nick Cage movie. It's yeah, it's four hundred dollars a month. Yeah, it's the Nick Nick Cage four hundred dollars a month. Rotten Tomatoes gave this a great review. Uh, oh, please tell me it's uh, easily one percent above ten percent. So uh, Ooh, I, I recommend whew. I recommend it highly. So my other honorable mention is a movie. you saying eleven percent out of twelve percent though, right? Yeah, yeah, because that's how Rotten Tomatoes does okay. it. That's how they do it. Yep. Uh, actually, I think it's like golf. The lower the number, the better. Uh, mm-hmm. So my other honorable mention is a movie that uh, I genuinely actually really like. Uh, it, it is uh, a supernatural drama that came out in 99 called Bringing Out the Dead. It's a Martin Scorsese film. stars Patricia Arquette, John Goodman, Ving Rhames, Tom Sizemore. Uh, it didn't make a whole lot of movie, but this is one of those movies that never got a wide release. I, I also watched this one on my Blockbuster Pass. Um, it's where he just... Uh, he plays a paramedic and, you know, he works the graveyard shift and basically starts to lose his mind. He's super depressed and starts to see ghosts and all kind of stuff like that of patients he lost and stuff. Uh, it is uh, genuinely, all jokes aside from what's clearly been going on in this episode, is a really good movie. Clearly. Uh, uh, so uh, it's called Bringing Out the Dead uh, and... I highly recommend it. I, it was at one point on Netflix. I don't know if it still is or not. You would like the Scorsese movie. Well, I told you I like artsy, artsy bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would like this movie, but if you haven't seen it, I think you would like it. I've never heard of it, but I'll yeah, check it it's, out. It's probably his least known movie too. So, but that's my other, 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 so, uh, Blake, now we're at it. We're here at the ultimate, the the Mount Everest, the peak of Mount Everest. Uh, we our, are at we are at the greatest Nick Cage movies of all time. All right. So are you ready? I'm ready. Tell me your number one. I'm going to give you a guess. Your number one Nick Cage mm-hmm. movie? Yes. 
Think about what I'm into. Oh, it's gone in 60 seconds. It is gone in 60 seconds. I gave you guys some foreshadowing at the beginning of the show. And you like cars. I love cars. Uh, My dad, I don't think my dad liked this movie. I did not watch this with my dad. I watched this on my own. I had a VHS copy of it. Uh, This movie came out in 2000, uh, and it had a budget of, wait, I had it pulled up. (laughs) It had a budget of a lot of money. $90 or was that the last one? Because they don't say it on this. But anyways, it made like $240 million, so it made a lot of money. Like $240 millions. Yeah, $240 millions. Um, What this movie is about is Nick Cage's brother's in trouble, and so the only thing he can do to save him is steal 50 luxurious cars, because he's like a very well-known car thief, and... uh yeah, that's the whole movie. Co-stars Angelina Jolie, and his brother is Phoebe's brother from Friends, I think. I don't know if I remember that correctly. Uh, yeah, I can't remember that guy's name. Any other time, I'd be able to tell you. Um, I watched this movie so much, and only because of the cars. Because when you get to the end of the movie, it is a Shelby Mustang. Oh, yeah, muscle cars. Mm-hmm. And when around this time, let's say this was 2000, I wasn't driving yet, but I subscribed to uh, a Mustang magazine. Came to my house once a month. I was obsessed with Mustangs. And then when I turned 16, I got a 68 Mustang. There you go. And all my dreams were fulfilled. <laughs> and then that 68 Mustang was a pain in the ass, and it almost killed me a few times. But I loved it, and it was a tank. <laughs> well... So yeah, gone I, in sixty seconds. I've only seen this movie once. Uh, Angel uh-huh. is Angelina Jolie in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I haven't seen it since it came out. Really. Uh, I'm not. You know, I've only recently got into cars. When I was younger, I'm not. It wasn't into cars, but mm. you know, uh, I'm becoming a real old man now, so I'm actually into cars and stuff like that. So because which well, is crazy because I'm not into cars anymore. <laughs> right. And like I'm hanging out with you guys. I think it's a lot of it too. I think it's like the idea of it. I don't like newer modern cars. I'm still more like if I'm talking about cars, I want to talk about classic cars. Like just because they're they're more like works of art and they just were built mm. better and they look better and I'm not into modern street sh- car shit and stuff like that. So, but well, I, I like trucks. I like, I like trucks as well. I like older trucks too. I prefer older trucks. Mm. But uh, yeah, I've only seen this one movie once. Uh, and like when I watched it, I was just not interested. It's the same time when like Fast and Furious and Italian Job and all that shit was coming out. And I just wasn't. Oh yeah. I wasn't into any of it. So didn't do I'm it. Not gonna, I'm not going to lie. There was also another magazine that I, I got my mom <laughs> to get me because my dad refused. And that was Import Tuner. Oh, yeah, and that is fast and that is fast and yeah. furious 100 percent. yep tokyo drift so i was into those cars in those cars as well so I, I mean i think i still talk about it i love crx's so. like, and the lancers and all that shit no not in the lancers those those were he- <laughs> those were heavy into those movies though oh yeah they are but i i supra crx that's about it yeah that's about it that's not, that's about it <laughs> that's about it that's about as much as my dad could handle there you go well, right on. So, your number one again? Uh, going in 60 seconds. Cool deal. 100%. I, when I wrote this list down, that was number one already. I did the Didn't same. even have to think about it. I did the same thing with my number one. Did the oh, same nice. thing. It was the first one I wrote down. This is uh, the easiest call for me. Uh, 
If you had to guess, what do you think my number one is? If I had to guess, I would say your number one is probably... Mm, hell, I don't know. Ghost Rider Vengeance. Uh, it's not Spirit of Vengeance, but it is Ghost okay. Rider, the original film. Ah, My number gotcha. one is the 2007 Ghost Rider uh, American superhero film based on Marvel this- Comics character of the same name. Uh, it, uh, it, uh, it stars Ava Mendez, Wes Bentley, Sam Elliott, uh, Donald Logue, and Peter Fonda, uh, as the devil. Um, it had a budget of $110 million. It made 228 It made enough money for it to get a sequel, which I almost put the sequel as my number one. But yeah, you know how I am about sequels. I don't do it. I put the originals. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, got a bunch of negative reviews from critics, but you know what? You know who didn't care about the negative reviews? Fans. They went and saw this movie. So uh, I saw this movie in theater. I owned this movie on DVD, and I also owned a digital copy. <laughs> uh, uh, I will be honest with you. I genuinely enjoyed this movie when it first came out. Uh, it is Nicolas Cage actually fought for this movie because he's actually a big uh, Ghost Rider fan. He's a big comic book fan, actually. He's a big comic book nerd in real life. Mm. And he uh, fought to make this movie, and he uh, produced it. And He put a lot of money forward towards the sequel. That's the only reason the sequel got made, because Fox is about to lose the Ghost Rider rights. And so Nicolas Cage paid for that second movie to happen, which is obvious. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, But the... Uh, the first one, man, it is a, uh, you know, it's just superhero badassery. You know, you have to. Oh pay. yeah, it is superhero monster energy drinking Harley Davidson evil Knievel and like yeah, his, dude. It, I mean, uh, it's got Nickelback. Sam Elliott. It's got Sam Elliott in it. All right, Sam Elliott. That stash alone. Ladies love Sam Elliott. That stash, his just his mustache is manlier than I'll ever be. Mm-hmm. Um. But I agree. <laughs> I'll tell you, you know who loves this movie and the sequel? Who loves oh. Milo? Milo, oh, yeah, lo- your son. Yeah, he loves this movie. I, Ghost Rider is one of my favorite Marvel characters, as if you guys listen to the Marvel episode, you are aware of. So I was really, really excited for this movie uh, when it came out. So, uh, like you were for Daredevil, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> right around the same time. And uh, so we were both like, extremely pleased exactly i have this on uh the blue re- the hd version on digital i purchased and i movie. have yeah and i have my, my the first blu-ray I ever bought was the director's cut so, of Daredevil. i saw i just so like you i've seen this movie in theater and bought it twice nice so <laughs> uh and uh this is the greatest nicholas cage movie of all time because it's nicholas cage being nicholas cage as a superhero yeah he didn't have to act there's no, no lines for him to read no he's just acting he's just talking uh, he read a comic book and went, I can do this. I'm Johnny Blaze. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that's confidence, folks. That is that is GD confidence that no other actor in the history of American cinema has ever possessed. So uh, just hats off. Just a, just a you know, round of applause. Well, you know, I do I do have a good story Go ahead. for this movie. Because we talk about our dads a lot. Yep. I, I noticed that. I guess me and we mean you have we get our TV from our dads for the most part. Yep, for the most part. All right. Now see, my dad loved. I guess my dad loved Nicolas Cage. Never thought about it. <laughs> uh, this was the last movie me and my dad saw in theaters. Last. Uh, yep. Oh, 
my, on open opening night, last movie we saw. Uh, me and my dad saw a lot of movies. Uh, all, like the last movie I saw with my dad was uh, The Dark Knight Rises, because uh, that was 2012, right? Uh, does, that, does that sound right? No, that does not sound right. Uh, maybe that's 2011. Wait, 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 wait! Dark Knight Rises is Bane, right? Yep, that sounds right. Dark Knight Rises. It's 2012. That was the last movie I saw with my dad. And okay. I, I also saw the the Muppets with him right before that too. Me and my dad, you see, uh, in his twilight years before he passed, we uh, spent a lot of time together. And that was one of the things we used to do a lot, just go see the movies. Honestly, between me being a kid from when I was a child, I, I would say like 8, 9, 10, 11 years old, we stopped going to the movies uh, after – we we I take the back like we we when I was like twelve or thirteen we used to go see some of the dollar movies, but after that basically when I hit like eighth grade, me and my dad stopped going to the movies together just because I was too cool to go to the movies with my dad or whatever. And then yeah. and then the next movie uh, I finally took my dad I took my dad to see Last Samurai because I thought he would love Last Samurai, which he did. So and then we still, like I said once I got older and I had money and stuff, me and my dad used to go to the movies all the time together. We I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think if there was. I'm almost positive because I, I thought it was Last Stand, but Last Stand came out 2006. What X Men? So th- yeah. So yeah. this would have been the year after that. Yep, 2007. So. So yeah, I'm about 99 percent positive. This is the last movie me and my dad went in theater and saw. Thirteen years ago. Mm-hmm. He's too cool for me now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right on. So uh, again, give the people your top five, like. Okay. Let me do that. All right, my number five is National Treasure. Number four is Face Off. Three is Mandy. Two is Con Air. And one is Gone in 60 Seconds. All right. So uh, my number five is the prequel to Twilight, uh, mm-hmm. Vampire's Kiss. It's, pre- it's the prequel to Twilight 3. Yeah. And then uh, my number four is the music video to Iris by Goo Goo Dolls, uh, City of Angels. Nice. My number three is the prequel to Midsummer, Wicker Man. My number two is uh, the uh, the greatest live action slash animated mixture movie Disney's ever done, G Force. And number one is the greatest comic book film that's ever been made, Ghost Rider. So um, those are some impressive lists. Um, yeah, it was impressive. He's done a lot. He's done a lot of uh, cinematic bangers. So we, I would say he's shaped us into the men we are today. Uh, very much so. Mm. Uh, very can't much. I can't say that about Keanu Reeves. I can say that about Keanu. So uh, <laughs> uh, I feel like they should do a movie together. That'd be so good. <laughs> oh, especially now, people want that. Oh, dude, they're both cult heroes now. Yeah. Um, that needs to happen. Needs to. It may. It needs. To, it needs to. All right. Mm-hmm. So we have now reached the part of the show that we like to call. <laughs> that's right it's the weekly recommendations uh the one i always screw up i got right this time so uh blake uh what is your weekly recommendation all right well i caved um and i don't know if you can hear but my wife and my son are in the living room playing this game right now and it's called among us so you got to play I, it finally? Well, yeah, me and Anya have been playing it. Damn, I want to play. You should have told me. I would have downloaded it. 
Oh, dude, I don't have to tell you to download things. I know, but grown I ass man. I know, but I don't want to play with people I don't know. I'd rather play with. Friends. Oh, we're just that's what we're just playing with people we don't know. Oh, okay. Just just to see how it is because we're we're trying to get like a list. We're trying to get ten people, and I think we're at seven. That's including you, Joe, Stephanie. I'm assuming Joe's wife would want to play. Yeah, Makeabot would play. Yeah, we just it's tr- the trick with them is you know, uh, with the with the baby, we got to find time. So. Yeah, it, well, yeah, yeah. That's the hard part. But you know, sure if I'm ava- off. you know, if I'm available to play, Steph's available to play. So yeah, actually, we might have more, we might almost have a full team because Vic, yeah, yeah, Taylor. But dude, it is it is the hype is real, <laughs> dude. I, I, yeah, I want to play it. I want to just it. just download it and look at it. There's I not much to it at all. I might do it as soon as we get done with this. Yeah, there's nothing to it, but it would it would be really fun with friends that you can actually talk to because we're not talking, we're just typing. It's just on our phone. And Atlas has been playing it. Oh, right on. Oh, I could get Milo to play then. Like he played on his tablet. Yeah, I mean, there's not like the little figures get cut in half, but he's sing predator. He's good. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's fine. Yeah, he, yeah. cartoon violence doesn't. He knows the difference. I wouldn't like put him in like a chat or anything. Oh no, I think I think when uh, if you text like a cuss word or something, it blanks it out. Okay, but yeah, I, I wouldn't let him play unless it was with us. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. But, but yeah, it's it's really fun. The memes, I'm, I'm sure everybody knows what I'm talking about because they it is blowing up, it blowed it up, blowed it up. Uh, so yeah, Among Us, um, Among Us. Uh, right on. So uh, we'll do my weekly recommendation now. Um, I'm trying to think because I was going to do one show, then I turned out to hate that show, so I'm not doing that show now. Uh, what what show was that? Ratchet. Uh, oh yeah american horror story one flew over the cuckoo's nest i Uh, don't hate that show i really like it yeah but i'm not gonna recommend it because it's not for everybody it isn't um so something i'm not really watching a whole lot right now that we haven't mentioned it's like because i'm kind of waiting for a lot of other stuff stuff to end yeah for new stuff to come on too Mm -hmm. because we've already talked about lovecraft country haven't we I don't. I don't think we've talked about Lovecraft or the boys. Okay, I would do the boys then. Even though I think yeah. we may have talked about season one, but season two. Yeah, season two is on. And if you're not watching the boys and you're listening to us right now, uh, which I highly doubt you're not watching it, please get on that. It is so good. It's honestly probably one of the best TV shows on tele- that's currently going right now. Yeah, I can't. I can't argue with that. I yeah. love it. Uh, now, obviously, they've announced a spinoff, so we'll see where that goes. But so far, I mean, this season has been fantastic. My only gripe is that they're not long enough. <laughs> I want the seasons to be longer, but uh, yeah, I do too. <laughs> I'll take I'll take what I can get though. If they keep, I, well, I think with these like shorter seasons, are you not going to have three fillers? So right, exactly. You know what I'm saying, give me yeah. eight. Uh, as long as they keep giving me eight episodes a year that are just this quality, then the, uh, I'm good. As long mm-hmm. as long as they keep the quality, but yeah, obviously it's on Amazon Prime. If you uh if you ha- if have Amazon Prime and if you guys don't listen to the show and haven't been aware of our honorable mentions at this point, we love Amazon Prime originals. Um, so they they just keep, they keep putting out hidden gems and not a lot of people talk about. Uh, they got that new one I want to watch. Uh, what was it called? It's got I want to say John Cusack is in it. Oh man, I can't remember the name of it is, but I'm probably I got it on my list. So I'm gonna watch it. Soon. Oh, say anything. No, it's not saying anything, but I would recommend that. I do love just that movie. So, <laughs> uh, but I'll probably be talking about it soon because it's on my list. Anywho, 
yeah, so watch The Boys season one and two, but specifically right now I've been watching two. So because uh, we're week to week right now, and Blake's also caught up on it. And uh, that uh, that movie or show is fantastic. It is very not for kids, not kid friendly whatsoever. Oh no, it's not whatsoever. Not even like borderline. I mean, it's borderline almost too rated R. So mm-hmm. like it, it's but it's fantastic. If you have a soft stomach or are offended easily, do not watch it. But oh no. Anywho, so the boys, right on. So we are uh, through another week. Uh, I think another successful uh, episode. Um, uh, as always, I am one of your hosts, Paul Jansen. And uh, if you guys want to, to uh, check us out, we do have social media. Uh, we have Instagram, which is at Objectively Subjective Podcast. We have Twitter, which is at Objectively Sub. Uh, you can find us by looking up object- Objectively Subjective on Facebook. Um, we have a website, which is objectively subjective podcast.com. Uh, we have merch on there, t-shirts, uh, koozies, please, uh, you know, spread the word, pick some of that up. Uh, it'd be really helping us out, uh, getting, you know, new equipment and more merch and stuff like that to, you know, put out a better show for you guys. Uh, we're not pocketing any of this money. Uh, we literally take every penny that we make that we have made and put it right back into the show. So, mm-hmm. um, so because you know we like what we do and we want to give you guys the best product we can give so um and uh if you we're ho- what we're hoping is custom bugattis custom so. bugattis with uh with our logo on them mm-hmm. uh so <laughs> uh the you, if you listen to us on Apple, please give us a five star review. You can talk trash about us; we don't care. We're not easily offended. Just the, it helps the algorithm. Please hop on there. Uh, if I'm trying to think, what else? Uh, if you guys have any suggestions for future episodes, you can email us at objectively subjective podcast at gmail dot com, or you can message us on any of the social media platforms. Uh, and uh for any of the if you, if you have any suggestions for our versus episodes the fight night episodes which we have another one of those coming up in the near future um which i think we're doing that one uh, october or uh, november november we're not saving out for never so we'll we'll let you guys know more about that when it gets close because uh there's a couple big dates in november if that's a uh, enough of a hint for you guys a little teaser but uh and as uh always this season at least <laughs> i'm joined by I am Blake Allen, uh, and you can follow my Instagram at Blake Allen Art. That's the only thing I'm going to plug. Right on. And, <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. Uh, yeah. And I uh, uh, hope you guys tune in next week because uh, next week our list is going to be top five video games that we'd like to see sequels for. So uh, this is literally could be anything. It's just five. Uh, going to be our top five video games that we really would love to see sequels for. Mm-hmm. Um, so all you video game nerds, chime, uh, chime in, uh, give us your list, and uh, be uh, on the lookout for that. And I think the song I'm going to play out this week is, I think I'm going to play uh, How Do I Live by Trisha Yearwood. No, I, I, I mean, I, I play both of them. It's, you know what? It's, you a know duet, what? it's a duet, isn't it? Don't they sing it together? I thought it was two separate songs. Is it? I think if they, it's not, if it, if it is two separate songs, just take both songs and just mix them together. Oh, look, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> how do I live? How do I live? I thought it was two separate songs. Oh, it's Leanne Rhymes. Okay, so we're going to do Leanne Rhymes' How Do I Live. Yes, I the better one. Yeah. So. And she looks like my wife. So. 
Yeah, because <laughs> Trisha Yearwood sang it too. I think the Trisha Yearwood version is the movie version. So and and Leanne Rhymes is just the uh, right, like she did the radio version. I guess that's the version we're giving you because that's the one everybody knows. So, yeah. uh, okay. thanks again, guys, and uh, good luck in your search for the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> What kind of life would that be? Oh, I, I need you in my arms, need you to hold. You're my world, my heart, my soul. If you ever leave, well, baby, you would take away everything good in my life. And tell me. So